0: Hey everybody, it's Corey from CoryBakerFilmmaker.com and I just saw Booksmart, written by Susanna Fogel, Emily Halpern, Sarah Haskins, and Ke Silberman and directed by Olivia Wilde. So Booksmart is about uh, two high school seniors, Amy and Molly, who are about to graduate and go off to great colleges and start their uh, later careers doing amazing things, but uh, they've spent their entire high school career studying and they realize that everyone who was having fun the entire time during high school is getting into the same great schools that they did. So they want to have one night of debauchery kind of in the line of past teen comedies. You know, your American pies and porkies and stuff like that. I really, really enjoyed this flick. I would recommend that uh, people definitely go check it out. It's really a shame that... Uh, MGM and Annapurna had to release it at such a weird and unusual time with uh, Aladdin in theaters and Avengers still going on, John Wick and every... I mean, like, just at this point, you're still competing with, like, Detective Pikachu, which has way more money to spend in trying to get people to go out and see its movie in the last couple weeks of its release than sort of the smaller indie flick. But it's a really good movie, and I would definitely recommend seeing it. Both Caitlin Dever and Beanie Feldstein are amazingly wonderful in this movie. And that that's usually what separates these movies the most, is when you have the most amount of enchanting talent that you have. Part of the reason why American Pie works so well was because people saw a lot of these actors for the first time like so Jason Biggs and um, Tara Reid and Alice F- uh, all these all these actors were just like the first time you've ever really seen them in something like this and it worked because you sort of became like you found the person who was kind of like you and then you you hooked on and you know it, it it became like an actor for you for the rest of your life and i imagine there's a lot of girls who are, you know, high school aged or maybe just out of high school who see this movie and have that same sort of feeling as, like, I might have had with Jason Biggs back in the day watching American Pie when that came out right during my high school years. I think that in the future we're going to be saying amazing things about both our female leads. They're, they're both very talented. I imagine that Caitlin Dever probably has a more long-lasting, dramatic career ahead of her, as opposed to Bonnie Fiend, uh, Feldstein, uh, who is Jonah Hill's sister, who uh, certainly seems more in line to be uh, more of a comedian. Though I wouldn't put past a dramatic role in her either. Yet I just uh, for both of them, though I mean, like it's a wonderful look into the beginning of some really promising careers uh, for Caitlin Dever and Beanie Feldstein and Olivia Wilde as a director and I, I think that it's one of those things that will benefit somebody in the future for having seen one of the earlier works and I would recommend you do that for that reason. All that being said, it's not a perfect movie. Now, uh, you know, that can be literally said about every movie but it's this movie seemed to have a little. So there's four writers on it, and it looks like it's four writers who like worked like one after the other. I listened to them talking about the writing pro- process on a podcast recently, and it was at times it felt like four different people wrote this. And you know, obviously, the best writing is probably the writing that you don't think about, but. Uh, there were many times throughout the course of this movie where I started thinking about like the person writing it, and uh, maybe a little bit towards the line of uh, Olivia Wilde and the choices she was making as a director and how to portray it in the final product on screen. Um, for instance, this movie uh, definitely has a lot of political motivations, which is fine, because a lot of pol- movies these days have political motivations, and... You know, there's great things that come from it. We have a, a wonderfully diverse cast with a whole bunch of different-looking people, and uh, the diversity is not the thing that is the most important focal matter of the thing. So uh, Amy, Caitlin Dever's character, is lesbian, lesbian, uh, and she's got hots for a girl at school, but it's not about, like... Her, it's this whole thing isn't about the lesbian love that is cannot be talked about or anything like that. Everyone's pretty cool with her being gay, and the fact that she is gay never even comes up as like a point of contention. Like, it's like we're past that, which is wonderful because it's nice to see movies where you have like a gay protagonist and it's not all about like the struggle of them being gay. Like, there should be part of acceptance is also showing people just in open relationships and, like, how how it works, and we, we just are good with it. Like, we just understand. Um, the other side of it, though, is that there are times where... Uh, and, I mean, like, I, I wasn't keeping count, but there feels like there were, like, two or three instances where they said something that was in line with a political agenda that did not sound like how a normal person would speak, even a very... Liberal West LA, uh, very rich, very uh, democratic area. Like, it, it's just there were so many times where it, it felt like there were three too many times where somebody was just like, Oh, she doesn't fit into your gender conformative norms. And it's like, I've never once said that in like a regular conversation, and it sounds awkward once you go to it too many times. It's like if I were to write, uh, like, long, you know, like, Shakespearean monologues in the middle of, like, characters have, like, hey, bro, what's going on? Oh, it's wonderful. I can't wait to go out into the baseball game. The baseball game, for the time that we went to, like, it would just sound awkward. And then if you do that too many times, people are like, I love the movie. I didn't like all the times where it went into the sort of old English version of events because it just took me out of what was happening. Uh, there felt a little bit like this might be Olivia Wilde's only shot and she didn't want to leave anything on the cutting room floor, uh, which I think again, double-edged sword. Like there were a lot of things that probably would have been better for the overall movie if she would have left out. But there were a lot of things that I think she went for because she was worried about that as well, that kind of made things more interesting in the long scheme of things. Just talking about actors for a second. This whole movie has an amazing cast, and I think that you have great people uh, from Jason Sudeikis, and Jessica Williams, and Kudrow and Forte, uh, who are all doing really great work and are very funny. Uh, this movie in general is just really funny. Like there were a couple times where I, I was like uproariously laughing, um, and in addition, they they like uh, sort of brought up in the point just a couple seconds ago, like where I was talking about how Olivia Wilde really went for things. And there were a lot of choices in this movie with like camera movement and how we were going to continue to tell a narrative and uh, how we were going to frame certain things that I think were really amazing. Like she really has a great eye for it. And I'm excited to see the next couple things she does. Cause I think the more, I mean, in life, it's all about reps. It's, you know, getting your 10,000 hours. It's all about doing it a certain amount of times until you realize what you're doing. My first couple short films were horrible because I (laughs) didn't know what I was doing. There was a element of it where you could watch it and say like, oh, I can see there that he understands this without having, you know, gone through the motion a couple thousand times. So his ability to understand this once he realizes what's going on is going to increase. The same thing could be said about Olivia Wilde here. Uh, There's a lot of, like, influence, you know, you could sort of see, like, Scorsese influences sometimes in, like, camera movement and things like that. A lot of really cool and interesting choices were made throughout the course of this movie. And on the overall, I would say it's a win, but it just like it, and it, again it's just it, it feels like it's just one of the first times out of the gate for a lot of people and it's not bad it's just noticeable i i i think that there is a chance that we 20 years from now look back on this time from now until then where we say, oh, Olivia Wilde is one of our more interesting directors. I could definitely see how that goes. Uh, I could also see how, you know, Caitlin Dever is, is sort of like a A-list star. I could see how uh, Beanie Feldstein is just as big of a star as Jonah Hill and maybe doing the same sort of things as he is uh, on the other side of the gender spectrum, which is just, like, wonderful. Like, it's great to have people like that. And... It just sets you up nicely for what you think the next thing will be, and uh, this movie can be enjoyed much like all sex teen comedies can be enjoyed. It's it's not meant to be the type of thing that's discussed, like you know, it, it's it's not meant to be thought of. This the same as other. Comedies or other teen dramas or anything like that it's it's just, it lives in its own bubble and I think that that's wonderful for the fact that the next couple things can be something different and can expand upon it and would open up the possibility of a scene different sides and different shades of characters who are out there one last point I wanted to make just sort of about some of the choices that were made because this is one that kind of like Again, over the last couple days, after seeing the movie, this one sort of sit with me a little bit differently, which is that everyone in this movie is rich, which is fine because it takes away stakes. Like it takes away from like you know people who struggle. know, you know I don't know if I'm going to be able to pay all my bills, or I'm going to be broke after I pay all my bills, or uh, I have rent coming up in a couple of days and I don't have enough money to do it. Blah 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 blah. Nobody in this movie has that problem. And on the other end, they are exceedingly beyond that with, like, uh, so at one point, uh, they go to Jared's party. So Jared is one of the kids in school who's nerdy and nobody really likes, and uh, he's desperate to want to get friends, so he has this party on a yacht, like, in the middle of a marina, and Amy and Molly are brought to it, and they are the only ones there, along with uh, Hope, who's also, um, sort of the only friend of Jared's, and, it, you know, like, they're reaching into gift bags, it's like, oh my god, you got everyone an iPad? Like, I get that you're talking about super rich kids and stuff like that, but the fact that you would have, like, 50 iPads and gift bags, like, is kind of separating you away from the majority of people who will probably see this movie, or, you know, you're talking about, like, uh there's a high school lesbian who's probably watching this movie and identifying with Amy, and that's wonderful. But the, you know, <laughs> maybe one in every million people who go into this movie are going to have the... are going to be able to understand what it's like to be you know, this rich, where you could just have 50 iPads on a yacht for your party that nobody shows up to with catering and all this sort of... Like, the 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 comedy objective of it is to be over the top, which I totally get. But it also seems like it was too over the top. So it's just a, a matter of, like, if that was brought down a little bit, then probably I wouldn't think about it as much. I would just think about, like, oh, these are just generally upper-middle-class rich kids. Or this is L.A., Rich kids, but not every single person who lives in l a is like giving out iPads and gift bags at their party it just it seems just a little bit of a bridge too far, but it's not like again you get where they're going, you get where they're what they're trying to achieve with it. It just doesn't quite materialize as well, and it it doesn't ruin the flick it just sort of it it leaves the it doesn't give you that sense of, like, I need to see this again to really get it all. Like, it, it, it it's not as, it's, uh, it's a mile wide and an inch deep rather than a mile deep and an inch wide. You studied real hard and you got into the same college as all the shitheads. Welcome to the University of Leaderboard! Uh, book Smart <sighs> You know, it's not... I'm not going to do a fast and the furious leaderboard one on this just because it doesn't it, it's not as much of a comedy as something like Blockers or Game Night was. Like those are more straight-down the middle comedies. Uh, I I really I mean like it, it really felt to me the 2019 version of American Pie in a way because it was American Pie was funny, but it and it was a comedy, but it what it didn't play like a comedy up until the moments where they had comedy. So <laughs> it's like uh, we have these certain comedy set pieces that we're going to get to. And in the meantime, it's going to be, you know, the friends and the group. And like we're all in this together and uh, they're getting together at their normal place and they're talking about what it's going to be like in college. And like, you know, there's there's sort of this separation between it being like a straight up comedy in the vein of something that maybe Jonah Hill would be doing as opposed to what we got going on here. It's very super bad, too. It's very much like sort of lady super bad. Um, if I had to give it a rating, I'd give it an 8.1. Uh, again, really fun flick we're seeing. I think maybe the beginning of things to come for a lot of people involved and i would uh definitely recommend seeing it for that alone if you're interested in sort of seeing like the next crop of stars in hollywood so it, it's definitely worth checking out anyway that's it for me if you want more you can go to my website corybakerfilmmaker.com facebook.com forward slash corybakerfilm at legend 5 on twitter instagram snapchat uh I want to go see Aladdin at some point so I guess I'll go see that at some point uh, Dog's Journey is still on my list uh, we got Rocket Man coming out gonna try and do two a week if I can so uh, let me know what you think and uh, tell me if there's anything you want to see Comments below on this review uh, share it with a friend uh, please make sure that you uh, subscribe to the Cory Baker Filmmaker Movie Review Podcast on any podcatcher of your choice if you want Um, because then you can hear these reviews on the go and you don't have to be right there in front of YouTube. So, for me, that's it. Have a great day. I have to uh, get into Harvard.